Welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofit with Brittany Johnson. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofit. I am your host, Brittany J. And we have a great show for you all today. We have a special guest in the studio. We have our nonprofit news, our service highlights, and we have our motivational moment by Ms. Joanne Dean. I'm so excited about today, y'all. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right. So let's jump into the nonprofit news. So I found these articles about millennials and Instagram. So when they're talking about millennials and how we are evolving and, and growing in different areas. And one area that I see that we are definitely are growing in is the way that we give. And so just to give a little bit background, if you don't know, millennials are born between 1981 and the 2000s. Lord, I feel old already. But um, millennials, they say that I um, believe that giving is a more um, moral right as far as just as opposed to, you know, just saying, oh, I just want to give because I believe in its cause. No, they believe that it's their duty to give and they want to change the word of um, philanthropists and make sure that we are doing it because we want to and not just uh, not have it attached to like a status because now you have. Uh, philanthropists are associated with uh, status and uh, the most the money that they are making and how much they give, you know, in a certain tax bracket. But now there's like their philanthropy. If they give twenty dollars, they give fifty dollars. You know, they're still a philanthropist, right? And also, they're seeking jobs now that are aligned. Um, with philanthropy work that are more aligned with their morals. So I think that was very cool. Um. And then now, especially now with millennials, now we're talking about Instagram. Instagram is a whole nother beast. You ever just get caught up in just scrolling through Instagram? I know I do. But um, <laughs> that's beside the point. But Instagram are now boosting fundraising capabilities for group efforts. So if you notice on Facebook, they have... Um, you know, you have some organizations that are reaching out to other people to, um, to help them uh, raise money for their calls. Now, Instagram is now adding that same capability as well so that um, groups, they can go and have co-sponsors to help them reach their financial goal. And it's a more direct way to to get more people involved with their with raising money and raising awareness of their organization. I think I'm going to start using that too. So that's a good look, Instagram. I like that. So now we're going to move into our service highlight of the day. Our first highlight is Restoring One's Hope of Atlanta, which is Found by your girl, the one and only Brittany J, um, founder and CEO um, of Restoring One Top of Atlanta. And pretty much our mission is to provide wraparound services to the homeless population um, by providing them with food, clothing, um, counseling, life coach, job readiness, and different life skills that can help them become working class citizens in um in the world, right? So that's pretty much what we do. You can follow Restoring One's Hope 
of Atlanta on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram is restoring underscore ones underscore hope underscore ATL. And on Facebook, it's just restoring ones hope of Atlanta INC. Um, check us out. You know, feel free to donate. You know, we have our um, annual, we have our monthly service projects where we donate and uh, distribute 250 meals within this um, Atlanta area. And, you know, we include and would like for everybody to come on out and volunteer and to help support the cause because we are doing great things in the world. And we want to make sure that we include everybody in our efforts. So now we want to go to our special guest that we have today and I found out that she is uh, also a fellow um, Clark Atlanta um, student and we're going to claim it. Her name is Miss Tiffany Brown Davis. She is from Mount Vernon, New York. She is a mother, a wife, entrepreneur, philanthropist, mentor, and coach. Tiffany is a proud um, Clark Atlanta uh, University alumni who received her bachelor's degree in uh, in psychology, and she's currently pursuing her master's degree in social work. So please, you guys, let's welcome Miss Tiffany Brown Davis. Well, hello, Miss Tiffany. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. Welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofit. Um, we're so happy to have you here today because I hear that you're doing great things in the community and I want people to know and about your organization and about you. So please, let's jump right in and tell us about yourself. Sure. So my name is Tiffany Brown Davis. I am a native of Mount Vernon, New York. I moved here actually in 2007 to a Clarkland University for my undergrad where I where I bachelor where I graduated with my bachelor's in psychology. Um, currently, I am pursuing my master's in social work. Um, I guess a little bit more about me. I guess I like to call myself a serial entrepreneur. Um, I just love to create. So one of the things, kind of in high school, that a skill I honed on or enjoyed was architecture and designing and building. Mm -hmm. um, so a little. Fun fact about me, I love The Sims. Okay. Um, so, so I've always loved that. And I guess with The Sims, just because I'm able to build and create and deal with people, I guess right. that's where the psychology comes from. But um, so with that, me and my husband, we actually co-founded a company, AD Carpentry Repairs, where we actually design a lot of custom things. So we do custom woodwork, um, custom okay. barn doors and things Ooh, like that. So nice. I get to be the designer behind that. So it's kind of fun because while... I get to pursue like what I did in school, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I get to kind of go back to a little bit of my old passion right, and actually get right. to fulfill it now by designing in people's homes and stuff. Oh, that is, I'm calling on you for to be absolutely. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear that you have a nonprofit organization called the Bella Project. You know, the Bella Project. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about it. Sure. So, um, the Young Bell Project is kind of like it's my baby. I like to call it that. And really, our mission is to expose and engage and empower young women by providing them the different skills necessary to create successful futures for themselves mm -hmm. and to build prominent leaders for the future. Okay, that's So important. within our organization, I mean, one of my biggest things, that big word exposure, is mm -hmm. something I really, um, is a big passion of mine because kind of like I shared with you, me back in high school, mm -hmm. I got an opportunity to do a lot of different things. And right. I feel like that exposure really allowed me to kind of see the different gifts 
that were, I guess, within me and the different things that I might have wanted to do. Because mm-hmm. I would have never realized, like, oh, you like psychology. Right. But I was able to take a course in high school that allowed me to kind of do that and see what psychology looked like. And I was like, bet, that's what I'm doing when I go to school. Okay. And what I noticed is that even within my matriculation through Clark Atlanta and volunteering with other organizations, I noticed skills wasn't a big thing. You know, Mm -hmm. we talk a lot to girls, but we don't really provide certain skill sets. So within an organization, that exposure part is really being able to provide different experiences and opportunities that allow them to kind of see themselves in different lights. So not Mm -hmm. just one type of field like doctors, teachers, lawyers, but really like, exactly, but definitely Mm -hmm. like you can be a designer, fashion designer, you can be a talk show host, you know, and then the fact that, well, we always like to say, you know, you see a Beyonce, but there's a lot of people behind I'm Beyonce mm-hmm. who makes her what she is. And, you know, people don't realize that, you know, everybody's like, I want Beyonce. But the reality is, it's like, but you can be the person that does the video. You can be the person that does the photography. Like, you can make money, right. too. And the hairstylist. The make- hair the designer to right. do the clothes. They so make really good money. Exactly. So understanding, so being able to kind of expose girls mm-hmm. and engage them in different opportunities that kind of allow them to see where they may fit in. Right. So tell me, how does the Young Bell Project correlates with you and your upbringing? So kind of, I know one of the things, while I did get a lot of opportunities in high school, mm-hmm. I'll never forget, like I always kind of wanted to, you know, I had friends who could braid and friends mm-hmm. who could do all these different things that would make the money. I'm thinking like, man, I that can't do one hustle. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't do none of that stuff. Like what, what can I do? You know? So what I realized is when it came to the girls and like I said, I love entrepreneurship, you know, right. that's my passion mm-hmm. and being able to work for myself and, you know, create things daily and being able to just do what I want to do in the right. ways that I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy, I guess, but that's just what I love. But With the organization showing girls that, you know, with entrepreneurship or just with, you know, the exposure part, learning different things and being able to make money from that. So, you know, I deal with at risk girls. I deal with girls who are in low income communities a lot of times. So, you know, financially, that's a big thing, you know, and usually that's a hardship. So Mm -hmm. kind of and then with that hardship comes the low self-esteem, you know, not being able to do certain stuff and feeling like I'm not good enough because I don't have that money. So with an organization, that exposure, like I shared, we're able to teach them different skills, kind of like, let's say that braiding, you know, but in my, in our terms, we do, we have a fashion entrepreneurship program. So, you know, learning how to design and do things where I have one girl who actually went and created a business where she was creating stacked jeans from learning how to sew within the program, which is kind of cool because it's like, had she might have not been in the program and learned those skills, mm-hmm. she might have not been able to kind of kind of create her own little mm-hmm. hustle and right. make some money. And I feel like it's important for girls to have just some type of skills that they feel like they can kind of enhance on or do something or build upon because it's like when they go back into these communities or they go into the schools where mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that, right? Mm-hmm. Or not a lot of skills being taught. Yeah, I think that's what's lacking in in school systems overall. Like we are learned that we taught the fundamentals, but we're not taught how to how to put the skill set with the fundamentals so yeah. that we can apply it. Exactly. Because it's just like even in college, like we're taught you know, the book knowledge about things, but we have to go into the real world in order to find out how to actually put it to practice. And that's great that you exactly. all are, you know, doing that, providing that service and skill set so that they can, you know, actually have practice and put it into work 
as they're right. So um, can you expound on your mission statements? Sure. So kind of like I was saying with the exposure. So one of the big things I like to do is network and connect with a lot of other professional women. Mm -hmm. So not only are we providing opportunities, but definitely opportunities to build their own network, the Mm -hmm. girls. So, you know, so they're able to kind of meet different people within the different programs we do. So one of our biggest things that I love is our conference. It's our BU Empowerment Conference. So we've actually been, we've done five so far, which has been really cool. And it's free of charge and we get to connect with other organizations and programs and shelters and group homes. And we get to bring all these girls into this Mm -hmm. one place where they get to hear different stories and actually be able to talk with some of these women who have some of the same backgrounds as them, but but have taken those things and whatever they've been through and actually made something of themselves. So, you know, that's part of the engagement part too, is the fact that they get to engage with those girls and stuff like that. That's powerful. That is definitely powerful. Um, I like that. <laughs> I do. I really like that because it's, it's, and the story always, you know, motivate. That's what motivates people to, mm-hmm. you know, want to go forth and continue on with their passion. Because some people may just feel like, oh, I don't want to continue on because they may feel defeated. But right. when you hear somebody tell about, you know, what they have done and how they have overcome some obstacles in their life, then, you know, they're feel more confident to keep going and pursue their purpose and their passion. So when you started nonprofit, what were some of those trials and tribulations you faced? Let's see. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I guess something, um, I know for me personally, like I, like I said, with the serial entrepreneur, like I'm a, I'm a big dreamer, right? Okay, so okay. I wanted visionary. to do, thank you. I'm a visionary, <laughs> right? So I wanted to do it all. Mm-hmm. I had like a three, a three um, subject notebook okay. with like every event you can think of, <laughs> every program you could think of. And I'm uh-huh. like, I'm doing all of this this year, right. you know? And I'm like, it's going to be bomb. And, and somebody had to sit me down and be like, where are you going to get the money from? And I'm like, oh, you know, you're right. You know right. what I mean? Like these things cost, but then just understanding the fact that, it's okay to start small, you know? And I Mm -hmm. think that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit like, dang, I want to be big, but I had to realize, but I want to do this also forever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had to learn that, you know, it's okay to start small, you know, and stuff like that. And it's okay if everybody is not on the same page as you, you know, Mm -hmm. I actually would tell some people about what I'm going to do and people would be like, you know, that same thing, like, well, there's no money in that. And it's like, well, I'm not doing Doing it it for for the money, money, you know, I'm doing it because I really want to make an impact Mm -hmm. because I can see what, you know, my philosophy kind of can possibly do for these girls and things like that. So kind of really, I guess, yeah, become, giving my own positive, right? Patting Mm -hmm. myself on the back and kind of bigging myself up, realizing that like you can do these things because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're not going to have an entourage behind you sometime in nonprofits. You know, sometimes it's going to be only you You, setting up those tables. It's going to be you writing those grants by yourself. Putting everything together. Putting You're going to be one man to, you, well, you are <laughs> half the time. That's my mom always taught me, like, expect less of, expect more of yourself and less of others. Mm-hmm. And I kind of actually took that with me okay. throughout, like you that. know, and even to, to this day mm-hmm. because I realized, you know, just because somebody says no or somebody says, you know, we can't do that, it's okay. Right. Like, that doesn't mean it can't be done. Like, right. I can still get it done. It's just I might have to do it another mm-hmm. way. Right. And, and build up to it. Exactly. Because so you, cause it's just like me, like you see the end goal and how it wants to go, but then you have to like be, uh, somebody had to will you back in and be like, okay, well you have to do this, this, and this first and, and work your way to that because right. going full out, full fledged to just hopping out on a limb and just getting the end goal, you like, 
yeah, not right now. Yeah, and you don't want to burn yourself out. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that, too. You know, mm-hmm. I have other goals and I have other aspirations, so my nonprofit is just one of them. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ensure that I still fulfilled life at the same time. Okay, okay. And so what are some of the resources you, would you suggest for someone um, looking to start a nonprofit? So one of the biggest things is like use your network. Okay. Um, you know, like I even as a coach, so I coach some nonprofit leaders and okay. people who are actually aspiring to be have nonprofits. So I mm-hmm. work with them and figuring out how to organize. And the funny thing is everybody comes to me with these visions, right? Mm-hmm. These visionaries. Right. And I always have to tone them down. They'd be like, no, I'm doing this. And I'm like, listen. Find out who you have around you. So, uh-huh. like, for instance, say you're an organization and you want to feed the homeless, right? Uh-huh. You know, and you're like, well, I need $5,000. But you may not find $5,000. And what that can do is deter you or make you feel like yeah. I can't even do it. But the reality is you may have an auntie that could cook and she might make a pan of greens. And then you might know a restaurant that doesn't mind giving two pans of macaroni and cheese. So here and there. Right. Here and there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you don't want to. So you can basically look around and see those people that actually are aligned with your vision and right. kind of bringing them in. Sometimes we want to keep our things to ourselves and we don't want to like tell nobody about it because we want to be secretive. But the right. reality is with nonprofits, it's a community thing. Yeah. It's not about you anymore. You know, it's mm-hmm. about you. It's about everybody else and who else can bring something to the table. Right. Right. And I, I agree. And that's and that's my uh, my stance as well. Like, I don't believe that it's just for me. It's for everybody else. And we end this together. Right. Because, and that's the purpose of starting um, Let's Talk Nonprofit, because I want to bring in those minority organizations and have them come on and say, hey, we're out here. We're doing the work and let's build together and build a community of great nonprofit visionaries that can, you know, work together and see how we can network building a network for us. Right. So I, I definitely um, commend you for that. And I may have to reach out to you um, offline as Listen, well. that's not a problem. <laughs> I, and that's why I say, like, we, you know, people come to me and be like, well, I don't want to do this because somebody else doing it. I'll be like, that doesn't mean you can't do right. it. Like, you can put your own spin on it. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, one person can't feed everybody. You know, right. one person this- can't impact everybody. So we're all here for either families, mm-hmm. youth, communities. We do it together. We can actually f- do something. Right. So do you have like a backstory as to like any life experiences that you face that moved you to start the nonprofit? Um, I guess it, but it more so like an experience. I know like so after I graduated from Clark for mm-hmm. my bachelor's, I worked a lot in the mental health field. OK, so dealing with organizations and things like that. And I guess noticing just. For me, like I said, stated made stated before, we do a lot of talking. Mm. And, you know, I noticed that that's all people were doing was talking, talking, talking. It's like, all right, we talking. But some of the girls that I would deal with and kind of work with, it's like when they go back home, they're being cussed out. They're being called out their name. Mm. So it's like no matter, although I'm sitting in an office and I'm trying to tell them, like, you're so amazing, you're beautiful, you're a queen. When they go mm. home, if they're being told they're garbage, Whatever I said, it goes it goes mm-hmm. right out the window. So mm-hmm. I felt that, you know what, we need to do more than just tell them what they are, but we need to show them. Right. So within that organization, that skill set part and that exposure, I felt like, you know, now, you know, I can tell you you're a queen, but I'm also going to show you how you could be a queen. Yeah. I'm probably going to teach you a skill. So mm-hmm. now you might know how to braid or you know how to sew. So now when you go home and mom or somebody tells you you garbage or something or you ain't going to be nothing, in the back of your mind, it's kind of like, yeah, well, I could braid and I can make money from this, you know, or I can do this and I can go to school and actually build a portfolio here and get scholarships. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you say anymore right. because now I have some type of gifts that I can you actually can hold expand on. on. Exactly. Right, right. 
And so tell the listeners how they can follow you on social media. Sure. So everything is pretty much Young Bell Project. So our Instagram is Young Bell Project. Facebook, Young Bell Project, and also you can find us. Our website is www.youngbellproject.org, and pretty much that's where you can donate. We have all our information. Any upcoming events that we do is going to be listed on that website where you can register, as well as learn a little bit about some of the programs we do as well. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, Miss Tiffany, we definitely appreciate you stopping by. So let's talk to profit. You. you have been a wealth of knowledge for us, and we hope to see we hope to see you soon and have you back again i appreciate it thank you so much no problem thank you yes hi so now we're um, going back into our next service highlight of the evening and the next uh non-profit organization that we're going to highlight today is called god outreach and the founder is neil Fields, and uh their mission is to um, guide the next generation of leaders of their highest capabilities while uplifting our communities to the utmost potential. So, and they have an upcoming event uh, called Each One Teach One B2S Drive. Uh, it's a back to school drive. And the Lincoln Phillips Memorial STEM Scholarship and the Better School Drive is July 31st. And the scholarship that they have in name of Lincoln Phillips uh, is Memorial STEM Scholarship. That's for high school seniors seeking to attend college with um, in their major in this upcoming fall. So if you're planning a major to um, plan to major in STEM related programs, please apply um, to the Lincoln Phillips Memorial STEM Scholarship. Um, I think that would be a great way and great opportunity for those um, to receive funding for the for upcoming fall semester. Now we'll have our motivational moment by Miss Joanne Dean. Well, greetings and blessings to you. I am Joanne Dean, founder of Inspired by Joanne and the author of It Begins With You, a journey of faith, forgiveness, and instructions for how to move forward. And today's inspiration comes from Psalm 118 and 29, and it reads, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his love endures forever. Until next time, continue to walk by faith and remember, it all begins with you. God bless. All right, y'all. Thank you all so much for tuning in today to Let's Talk Nonprofit. Thank you to our, our special guest, Miss Tiffany Brown Davis. She is phenomenal. Um, please check her out, the Young Bell Project. Um, she has great things coming up as well. And um, please follow us on IG, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Um, iHeart Radio, Audible, and iTunes. And please, 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 please follow your girl, Brittany Johnson at I am Brittany J. And you can also tune in uh, on YouTube and make sure you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you all so much, and let's talk about it. Mm -hmm.